Joining me today, uh, as ever, we've got Heidi Regan and Stuart Laws. You like that? Yeah, that's oh, good. I thought that would be a nice way of doing the intro. Yeah, okay. I didn't like that you, you browned up to do me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did feel like way too much commitment to the bit. Yo, well, let's not put the clip out. Let me go and take off this makeup and then we can finish <laughs> out, okay? Keep the curly hair wig on, though. <laughs> I do like that. I'm going to keep that clip if you ever wrong me. <laughs> keep it in the back pocket. Now, our guest today is the incredible Mark Smith. Welcome, Mark. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. On the coldest day for a long time. Oh, I think. Yeah. Feels it feels odd being in a sort of a, a bunker. In a bunker like while this. it's freezing. Mm. It doesn't really feel that much warmer down here either. Yeah, mm. we like to sort of um fuck with your internal thermometer just mm. to sort of like really put you under pressure. No, I appreciate Hold that, your feet yeah. to the fire. <laughs> Thank you. To get the but, hard, hard answers. But I'd like the fire because as I say, a second it's ago, co- I am quite cold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do like you kinda this is a film podcast and you gave yourself quite a like screenplay introduction, like Mark arrives on the coldest mm. day. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 studio. Yeah, yeah. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, yeah, you should. Yeah. Mark thirties, hot but doesn't know it. <laughs> yeah. hey, Outfit man. clings to his figure. <laughs> yeah, this is this is. I don't like this anymore. Teeth chatter. Stu Laws browned up. <laughs> Heidi Regan fumbles with her belt. <laughs> but it's great to be here. Yeah. Uh, but Mark, uh, do you consider yourself a film guy, a film bro, a, a cineast? <laughs> uh, You're either a wife guy or a film guy. I'm very Which much, is I'm very much a wife guy. Yeah. Technically, yeah. yeah, as in I have a wife, I own one. Yes. Um, Are you quoting and, your vows right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I'm a film guy. Yeah, mm. I think so. I'm a nerd, really. Yeah. I watch a lot of films. I've been on holiday and I didn't watch a film for like eleven days, and I said to my wife, "I've not watched a film for eleven days," and yeah. she's like, "That is a." No one talks like that. <laughs> <laughs> she just looked at you and went back to her book. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't need to respond to this. Um, what's your favourite film of all time? Uh, this is such a horrible question, isn't it? Like, do people just come in and just bang out, this is the answer? Do they, they, do they normally... Yeah, just I normally, don't want to make you insecure. That was like a softball question. <laughs> I think you've already buckled. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. under the pressure of the cold. Uh, favourite film... Uh, it's I, it's Jaws or it's uh, The Shining. It's one of those two. Nice. Now, I don't think they're the best so. films. No, yeah, yeah. But I think they're my favourite films. But what would you say is objectively the best film? Well, when I say this, I'm going to sound like a little suck-up nerd because it's There Will Be Blood. It's Tower Heist. Oh, Ooh. he's done his yeah, research. Okay. <laughs> he wants to impress Nathan. The answer is correct. Uh, <laughs> is there a film that you consider like uh, that has changed your life? Uh, is, is, that, is, that, is this wanky to say that there is? What is it? No. I think it's probably Dead Man's Shoes. <laughs> I, uh, I I think, have you all seen the film? Yeah, 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 yeah. No. You've not seen it? No. It's great, and I think you should definitely watch it. But I think it, it's it's all shot um, right near where I'm from, uh, so sort of East Midlands, and the director's Shane Meadows, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, who's also from sort of near me. And it was, it seems so sort of uh, low budget. I guess it is relatively low budget, but it had such an impact on me watching it where I was like, wow, someone from my sort of background, can make something so powerful on such a small budget. Mm. And it looks like, you know, oh, I could shoot that. Obviously, I can't. But mm. when I'm, you know, 15 or whatever watching it, I'm like, oh, man, yeah, I could probably do this. And uh, that's how I felt watching There Will Be Blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's something where, yeah, There Will Be Blood, you watch it and you go, well, I mean, no, no, that's the peak of probably art in the last 50 years. Uh, Dead Man's Shoes feels like oh, that's maybe attainable even though you know it's not but it feels like 
you know, you could do something yeah, yeah. with your life that's creative and interesting. Mm. And all the characters are unbelievable. Performances are great. Paddy Considine's great in it. Young Toby Kebbell is he, in it. He um, did um, This Is England, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah. I remember being blown away by that yeah. one. That, that made yeah. you want to come to the country, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I that's what England is. Okay. <laughs> that is England? <laughs> I can't remember if I saw it after I got here and I'd, I came here having watched Nodding Hill going, oh, everyone has a lovely time. <laughs> I got here where, My old uh, mm. geography teacher, uh, Mr. Heath, although since school, Thomas Heath, yeah. But that's cool. Yeah. Are the most important people to you sort of geographical features? Shane Meadows, <laughs> Mr. Heath. Yeah, my parents, yes. And your parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry for loving my parents, Stu. Uh, but my parents, old... Tim Hill. and Sheila. Just to Gorge. clear it up. <laughs> just to clear it up, I wasn't finished with the geography teacher sorry, story. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't just here to tell him his full name. Um, he... he uh, do you want to... Are you bothered about this? Yeah, no, I want to hear Right, it. fine then. He started nodding here. He walked across the, the camera and that's it. Joke. Oh, <laughs> he walked across the camera. Forget about it. <laughs> Leave me alone. So that's a rap and mark story. So Thanks for having I guess, me. I guess he was probably heading for Hampstead Heath. <laughs> oh. Do you get what I mean oh, I by that? I regret that. Do you get what I mean yeah, by yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. you... Uh, do they have a film over in Australia called This Is Australia? And what is it about? They have a film called Australia mm-hmm. and it's Nicole and it's Kidman and Hugh Jackman. Very similar vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but because uh, this is England, that was all like um, I've not seen it, but like shaved head, skinhead, skinhead. Yeah, we had the romper stumper. Oh, yeah, of Russell Crowe. Yeah. yeah, I know films. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it was great to hear. Like on on Dead Man's Shoes, it's just amazing to hear people's accents that mm. you sort of recognise from down the road. Mm. And I hadn't really heard that before. I yeah. don't think. He's really good at like colloquialisms and stuff yeah, like that. Like definitely. And I, what's great about Shane Meadows is he's so good at like um, tonal shifts. Like Dead Man's Shoes is hilarious. I think it's really funny, but yeah, then yeah. also harrowing and terrifying at the same time. It was like the combo scene in This Is England, where mm. it's all sort of jovial and happy. Stephen Graham, right? And then suddenly he just switches. Yeah. And the tone of the scene is just. Yeah, he's he's amazing. I'm not really sure what he's up to at the minute, but I want to. We made see... the Gallows Poll. We made a series, yeah. and it, I love Shane Meadows. I think he is a genius, but it was not great yeah. for me. But what I, I love about more stuff, features. He loves his structure because, like, throughout structure, but the first act generally is a full-on comedy. Like, this is England, the first act. It's just a coming-of-age story. Mm. And it's really fun. You fall in love with all these characters. Then for the next two acts, you just see them get fucking brutalized. Mm. And, like, he's forced you to, like, love these people. So it hurts so much more. Yeah, that's yep. why I mm. never re-watched it. Too much pain. I don't like pain. <laughs> that's I why I don't up. get into relationships as well. Yeah, because yeah. they might make you watch Shane Meadows. <laughs> <laughs> I forced Rhys James to watch Dead Man's Shoes at, uh, I think it was, like, 9 a.m., <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm not sure why that happened now, but the alarm's going off. You know what that means, Reese? Every morning, dead man's shoes. C- could I hear the geography teacher story? I did. I sort of finished it. He just walks across the uh, camera on the start of Notting Hill. So he's, oh, he's, really? on, he's on. Yeah, he's just walking. And just what walking. Mark was saying that it's incredible to watch a film like Notting Hill where you get. You know, people who are just from just down the road. Are yes, in it. yeah. It, may, it changed your life. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, I th- maybe, maybe something like that. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Certainly, if you're from sort of around Notting Hill, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's so make a lot more sense geographically. White people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But we're yeah. recording in Soho, so tonight you should watch Last Night in Soho, and you'll never be the same again. Well, I'm pleased you brought that up because we're going to talk about the director of that film later on, Mr. Wright. Mm. Let's go into it. Was your most hated film of all time. Baby Driver. Oh, <laughs> nice. Baby Driver. <laughs> this isn't against Edgar Wright at all. Like, mm. I mean, he's made some great stuff. Some, and, and also, like, let me preface this by saying, 
it's way better than anything I could ever make. Like, Baby Driver's still it's like... It's no dead man's shoes. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Do you think you'd still cast Kevin Spacey? I, I'd cast him more so now. I think he's got more interesting baggage to yeah. his character. And like a Doctor Strangelove scenario, he'd play right. all the characters. Yeah. In, in all films going yeah. forward, I think. not just my film. I think, like a reverse all the money in the world. I think he should be right. pushed back into <laughs> other films. Yeah, I like that. Incredible expense. It's, it's worth doing. That Avengers scene when everyone steps through. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, all of them. them. And Thanos is like, no. <laughs> um, I haven't seen that. I feel like okay. left out when you talk about Marvel That's stuff. how I felt when you were talking about Dead Man's Shoes. Well, you've got an opportunity to watch it in 90 minutes. I can't watch Marvel in the same time. That's true. Because yeah. it's, it's 700 hours. It's also it. how Nathan felt when we were talking about wives. <laughs> <laughs> you sorry, know just, you'll never lock her down. I'm wifeless. <laughs> and also, sorry, just wife. Sorry, wife. Not, um, it wasn't plural. <laughs> <laughs> but Baby Driver is, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's beautifully produced and all that. And I'm not shitting on Edgar Wright and his stuff at all. But, you know, sometimes there's something made that you think, this has been made specifically to piss me off. Yes. Mm. And I watched it at the cinema with my now wife. Sorry, Nathan. <laughs> and, uh, there's that intro, which Single is all, it's all like a... It's all done to the soundtrack, right? Mm. So you've yeah. got the movements and you've got the stuff on the walls and you've got the... And I said to, her, I said to my wife, I was like, can we go? <laughs> yeah, this is the first five minutes. Yeah. She's like, no, no. I said, I don't think this is for me. <laughs> and they said, no, no, we'll stay. And then like 45 minutes later, she said to me, yeah, can we go now? And I said, no. We're going to stay. I hate this, but we're going to stay here because you need to be taught a very important lesson about what married life will be like with me. Yeah. And so we stayed and we watched it and we both hated it. And yeah. it's just, I mean, everything, every part of that film. When the credits it, rolled, you got down on one knee. <laughs> both, both knees. Really serious. If you don't, des- you don't deserve me at the worst. <laughs> yeah. At if the you don't, end if you, of that if, baby driver. Yeah. If you can't handle me at my baby That's driver, right. yeah, yeah. you don't deserve me at my uh, Shaun of the Dead. Uh, I just thought it was, um, yeah, everything about it. All the performances bad. Uh, the story just. I mean. It's just a shit film. I mean, I, I don't know. Why the other thing I... is, I don't know this. I don't know the film inside out. I, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't hate it, and I will watch it to hate it. Mm. I like hate watch or whatever. Yeah. I have seen it once. I will never see it again. Yeah. And it infuriated me. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hate it, but I stopped watching it twenty minutes in. So right. I was just why. Like, I think I just was completely not engaged at all. Right. But I'm not. I'm not a big heist person. Really. I like heist, heist person. Yeah. I love a heist film. But I'm not a heist <laughs> You're not a robber. But it's so close to your name as well. I know. That's why yeah. I'm worried they'll catch me. <laughs> be like, yeah. she's the Reagan. one to do the heist. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, some it just did not grab. And I think yeah, the I think t- ten years ago I might have been up for the music being cut on the thing and all that. It's but I think it felt advert, a bit though, gimmicky. It? It's just like yeah. an Apple advert or like a perfume. Yeah. Ad. There was just. Um, yeah, I, I do like heist films, but I think that a lot of the time the best heist films don't really show you the heist. Like Heat basically is a heist film, but you don't see much of it really. Mm. You see that one shootout and you see them try and do one thing earlier on. And even The Goodfellas, I mean, Goodfellas has got, that's about a heist, but you never even see it. Yeah. You mm. just see the, the sort of fallout. So I'm not anti-heist. Um, I am anti-Baby What Driver. about the film Tower Heist? 
Yeah. <laughs> I've heard you say that quite a lot in the last 20 minutes or so. <laughs> I've not seen it. Do they, do they steal a tower? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I can't really remember This is the literally the biggest heist we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> the size of it. Yeah, We're going to move yeah. that there. <laughs> no points. It's, uh, it's a 9-11 film. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, they stole what? it off the map. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what have other people said about their, their least favourite films? Have people gone in really hard? I found that, that interesting, what you said about knowing straight away, because I love films. I've just seen The Beekeeper, absolutely dreadful film, mm. but I was like, great. I'm having a great time. I'm I like bad off. films. Yeah, I'm having a lovely time. But when I know, I, like La La Land, within 12 seconds was like, oh, I thought I was going to like this, but I don't. I, oh. right. yeah. See, I think hatred for me, it has to be if you are communicating something that I think is just a dumb message. Like, I think I can give forgive, like, just poor filmmaking. It's when I think, like, you're morally bankrupt as a film. That's when I get mad. Like, Last Night in Soho. Did anyone see Last Night in Soho? No. Yeah, you've got that in common with, I think, most of the world. I think, like, that is a really dumb film. That's, like, right. a film that is kind of about domestic abuse and the Me Too movement, but it's kind of sides with the men. In a weird roundabout oh, way, yeah, in a way that the yeah. film doesn't quite understand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's more like hashtag men too. Wow. It's really, yeah, it's really misguided. And like Baby Driver, just pure style um, with nothing going on underneath. It was the thing. I, I like, yeah, I agree with you totally on that. If it's morally completely all over the place, then it's quite hard to separate the art and the artist. Mm. I don't have trouble with that normally, but with some films I do. But uh, I think I like really shit films where it's clear that the, no one on set knows what to do. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lots of watchability in that. And also, I think you learn something from it as well. I think you watch it. Well, that's not what I would ever do then. But Baby Driver, where it's so confident in what it's doing. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. And you're like, it feels like you're being gaslit on a, yeah, <laughs> a yeah. big Hollywood scale, where everyone's like, oh, it's great, Edgar Wright's great. No, Edgar Wright's good in press conferences. He's good at talking to the media. So they give him, you know, yeah. more favorable reviews or whatever. But I think... You have to back it up. And I don't think he's made... This is, again, not anti-Edgar Wright. Um, but I, I think he... Yeah. I just... He, he did a perfect job of really fucking me off. <laughs> I, I think that's like... every The ones that are annoying me lately are if they've got hype and they seem arrogant and then that, and the one that we disagree on is licorice pizza. And that was because I went in with like, oh, apparently this is very mm. clever. And then two hours in, me and my wife... Sorry, Nathan. Uh, we're <laughs> both going... <laughs> What's the point of this and why are they making, taking up all of my evening? So, Nathan, you like licorice pizza? I love licorice pizza. So, I, do, yeah. I said, why? Yeah. So licorice pizza is the most um, popular answer for most underrated, overrated film. It's really? the one that comes up the most. Really? People in, really don't like it. With us or with. In general. In general. Like, yeah, when I ask people, yeah. like, I think, I think it's not the kind of thing that really resonates with British audiences, really. I think the kind of things he's doing in that movie are very American. So I think it kind of, what? there was this big wave of Underage like... Underage romantic relationships. Yeah, paedophile stories. Yeah. Like, nonsense. I guess that's why I didn't like it and you did. Yeah. Well, I related guy. to it. Yeah. Yeah, it should yeah. be a British banger then, shouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> BBC. I, I, what I find with it is, is in the same way that um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or Inherent Vice, PTA as well, I feel mm. like they are films that need more than one viewing because they're just sort of a, a snapshot of a time and a place. Mm. And you're sort of there, well, I'm there in the 70s in, in LA or whatever. I just don't think you get that anywhere else. Like you, you don't get two hours or three hours of being somewhere in the same way and you sort of, yeah. 
inhale the films. Yeah, yeah. I, get, I get that. And credit to Edgar Wright, because he actually um, summed up Inherent Vice perfectly, where he says, like, you've got to watch it twice. It should be called Inherent Twice. So after that character assassination of Edgar Wright... No, I'm not no. having this. No. <laughs> <laughs> after that character assassination and slight vindication of Edgar Wright, let's go into the first round. That is the fill-in-the-blanks round, where I'm going to give you a piece of film trivia, and you have to fill in the blank. So, first piece of trivia, Pierce Brosnan's James Co- James Bond contract forbid him from blank in other movies. Um, kissing on the lips, like in Pretty Woman, it was the Pretty Woman clause. Ah. Mm. No, he has to kiss you on the lips. If you've got okay. Brosnan in, in a movie, he's giving you a kiss on the lips. He told me he wasn't allowed to kiss <laughs> on the lips. Oh. Is it saying the line, maybe you shouldn't be living here? Taffin, that was Taffin. Taffin, yeah. That is the greatest line reading of all time. What goes on in this town is none of your business. (laughs) You've done a sketch of that, right? I did the Die Another Day, uh, I thought Christmas only comes once a year. Oh, yeah. And then then did you say you shouldn't be direct? He's on a career of it, not a sketch of it. (laughs) That's the first. What bond is that from? Because that's the first bond I ever saw. I'm not a big bond. And that. I probably saw that, mm, I don't know what age it was, but like that just stuck in my mind forever. To me, yeah, that is the most iconic moment from a Bond movie. How old were you when you saw it? Uh, probably must have been like maybe 10, I And guess. you thought women could only come once. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart, this is very, what? very coarse. <laughs> I look up for my book, Half Moon Spectacles. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, is, it, is it right that he, he didn't do one of the Bonds because he was doing Taffin? Oh, is that right? Uh, Let's push it back. Remington Steel. Remington Steel. So and that's, he was supposed to do Living Daylights, wasn't he? I don't know. I'm I not a Bond he... guy. I'm not a Marvel guy. I'm not a Bond guy. Yeah, me guy. neither. I, Bond just doesn't do it for me. You're a wife guy. <laughs> 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 wife guy. I'm a Bond guy. I'm a, I'm a wife guy. guy and I'm a cinema guy. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Nathan? Sorry. Uh, nothing. I just think Bond is always a little bit corny. Never does it for me. <sighs> yeah, I like yeah, the Daniel never. Craig ones. A little bit. The first one Just I Just thinking did. a lot of like wife things like live and let wife, wife another day, yeah. golden wife. Do you want to go outside and think of it? Outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I thought <laughs> a clear edit point, you come back with a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> the wife is not enough. <laughs> I, I thought what I'd do is I thought, right, I'll, I'll give Bond another shot And when Sam Mendes did the Skyfall, I think oh. it was. Yeah. Mm. And I watched that and I hated it and I thought, well, if, if Sam Mendes can't get me into Bond, then I'm probably not the right guy. I think Bond's good, old Bonds are quite good for maybe being on just on the telly on a Sunday. They're a good yeah. Sunday film. Mm. But, My uh, dad loves Bond. Okay. And I grew up with the Bond soundtrack being played on a cassette in the car every time we went anywhere. And then one when they released them all on DVD, my dad bought the whole like series on DVD, all the movies, but he put it packaged in his room and he said to us, every birthday or Father's Day, if you haven't got an idea for a present give me like $20 and then I get to unwrap one of them and watch them. Great. <laughs> and we, I think we did, I maybe did it once. That's but that, So he's just sitting there like looking at the shelf going, oh, I wish I could watch one of my <laughs> beloved buns. Oh, I don't know. I feel like you're complicit in some kind of edging scenario. I don't care for that oh. one bit. I've never, never heard the uh, the word cassette sort of said yeah? like that. Mm. Oh, how cassette. You, you said you cassette. Say, wait, how do you say it and how do I say I was, it? I, I, would, I would go playing down the middle, cassette. Cassette. And what yeah. did I say? Cassette. We got a cassette. I really like. I really like. I've it. been told I do emphasize things 
Strangely. <laughs> <laughs> We're all waiting for Licensed to wife. <laughs> so is it Pier- Pierce Brosnan's James Bond contract forbid him from playing the licensed character James Bond in other movies? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Legal stuff, man. So no, don't get bogged down in it. You c- he does, like, technically in Mamma Mia, it's never really addressed, but it's implied that he's undercover James Bond. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, 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 oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Um, is, is the answer skiing? <gasps> skiing, no. Is it okay. singing in tune? <laughs> in Mamma Mia and that's why he was by the time he did Mamma Mia he was out of the contract so he could sing, sing as it. beautifully as he did uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, my, my skiing one was a genuine answer yeah oh, yeah mine is going to be drinking martinis that's the genuine answer I'm oh, okay for. nice oh. I went with skiing because a lot of footballers aren't allowed to ski because of insurance that's true and I thought maybe it's didn't Manuel Neuer break himself up but by skiing <laughs> it's a funny way of saying it. Um, Official doctor's murder. How he did it, yeah. He broke himself up. Broke himself up. Right. Mine is genuine uh, kill anyone because you can kill someone <laughs> when you're on Her Majesty's. Alec Baldwin wife. somewhere. Secret, <laughs> secret, <laughs> secret wife. <laughs> I was going to go secret cervix. <laughs> So you feel like if you're under contract as James Bond, you're legally allowed to murder just in your day-to-day life? I don't feel, I know. <laughs> and don't ask me how. There's no way, there's no way if someone within sort of Pierce Brosnan's circle dies mysteriously, mm. the police are not going to arrest Pierce Brosnan. They're going to be like, I just feel like there's so much with it where they're like, well, it's James Bond, he's not going to have, yeah, yeah. he's not a murderer. Like, it's too obvious. Yeah. 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 That's, that'd be quite an interesting film, I think, a famous... Uh, spy assassin. Well, he shouldn't be famous, should he, if he's a spy? Mm. Bad spy. That's, yeah, that's the problem yeah. with it. Mm, you wouldn't that's what they call, call it, bad spy. Yeah, working the, title. Yeah. There's a army guy on the new Traders series, and when he came up with, I'm in the army, I, I went, he shouldn't uh, like, be make himself like Target. famous. And I was like, oh, wait, he's not a spy. He's in the army. <laughs> Just an army guy. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> in, his, in his army fatigues. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see him, though. Just Russian planes go over the <laughs> traitor's mansion. <laughs> uh, the answer is uh, wear a tuxedo. Oh, of course. Yeah, oh, well, you were far of course, that makes thing. total yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's our thing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon you got paid to you get paid like an excess? To not wear a tuxedo. I wish I could get paid to not wear a fancy clothes. (laughs) 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 As question two, when playing the psychopath Max Cady in Martin Scorsese's Cape Fear, Robert De Niro played a blank to blank. I think, I know this, I think um, he paid uh, a really well-dressed man to hum. Really? Yeah. Just for the duration of the shoot, it was a guy You delivered that so well yeah. that I was like, going, oh, this is the real fact. <laughs> and I was like, Did you really to make know? himself psychotic. I get, what, I get. Like a white noise machine. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's, he's got to be really well dressed. Very well dressed. And he has like wraparound Oakleys. And if it was a white guy, it would still be a white noise machine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it had to be a white guy. I didn't. I should have mentioned that. Yeah. It had to be a white guy. You should always mention that. Yeah, yeah. but he'd be he'd be there for like you know, fourteen hours a day filming. So. Mm. He mm, wanted someone to harm. Absolutely knackers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you'd have to get good recompense for that. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah, yeah, the right yeah. answer? <laughs> <laughs> Is it that Imagine. you paid an agent to get him the job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really think that agent was trying to sell him to Scorsese? <laughs> Come on, this sure, De Niro man. kid, he's got it, Martin. You've got to take him on if board. You can get him to do another self-tape. Oh, I don't know, I don't think De Niro's got access to a camcorder. <laughs> <laughs> Just De Niro showing his hands. <laughs> why is Cape Fear on the on the question on the sheet? Why has Cape why has Fear got an E on the end? Yeah. I don't know. I think it makes it more scary. 
<laughs> no, but in like, this, it's got any on the end. That's how it's spelled. Uh, is it? I don't think it is. Or is that the Simpsons spelling? I don't know. I is think that, it's Simpsons. I know, I'd love it did, if it's a Simpsons Did one. you get your trivia question from the Simpsons? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which and character played the real-life Sideshow Bob? <laughs> yeah. All of my trivia are from Bart Simpson's Guide to Life. <laughs> <laughs> De Niro as Sideshow Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. I don't know the answer. I'm not ever going to hazard a guess. Uh, Complete, you you completely throw your hands up in the air. Even though you're fully aware of the format <laughs> of what we're doing, you are just going to go, I, I don't know. good to show humility. Um, <laughs> he paid a man to deliver food. To, it was the first time that this was the 80s and no one had come up with food delivery and he'd gone wild with power. And he was like, pay it, bring the food to me. And they're like, what? And then everyone went, actually, this could be a business. This Ooh, guy is an catering. Uber Eats yeah, Uber Eats spelt with an extra E on the end. Guy. <laughs> what do they call it in, in Australia? Uber Eats? Yeah. Or like oh. any, they've got a wacky name for it, but haven't they? Yeah, but I've, I've, I haven't lived here since it it's got It's like invented. Frangabanger. Yeah. Right? I think it's definitely Frangabanger. Rub chubber. <laughs> what is the answer? The answer is paid £5,000 to a dentist to fuck his teeth up. And his oh, teeth, like, yeah, dentally, right. like, yeah, he had a weird dental work to make his teeth look gnarly. That's so what? hardcore. He's that's, so hard. That's yeah. the opposite of what they're doing in Hollywood, yeah. if you yeah, are. Yeah, they're yeah, always yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah. good teeth. I, I yeah, did the same, actually. Yeah. That's why my teeth look Oh, yeah, me too, yeah. <laughs> what was the role? Uh, <laughs> um, my mum's son. <laughs> yeah. Well, sad that you see that as a role, like a... It is. I'm autistic, don't you know? <laughs> well, we, all, we all know, Stu. Oh, but what he doesn't know is he didn't book the gig. <laughs> he went to someone else. <laughs> she wanted a Kieran Hodgson type, and he went to Kieran. <laughs> Damn, it still, it still burns that Kieran got that part. But that's the thing, because like, I thought as a medical profession, professional, you're meant to do no harm. Isn't that the rule? And the dentist um, did do harm. Is it harm? Do some harm. Not to his career. Okay. Yeah, well, he yeah, spat in near his mouth as well when he did it. So yeah. 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 he was a nasty boy. But yeah. he, he paid the dentist um, two grand to get him nice again. Oh. Nice little learner, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's not bad. So the dentist walked away with uh, seven grand in his pocket. Yeah. It's kind of like when we teeth. get paid to make people <laughs> sad, but then laugh at the end. Sorry? What are you getting As paid for? Comedians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, are we all, are we not meant to make the audience sad at the start? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the final laugh fuck up their like, teeth. They're so desperate to laugh by the end of the forty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a narcissist. Like you fuck with their self-esteem, with their head, yeah. their self-awareness, and you give them a couple of gags, and they think they yeah, like you. Yeah, yeah. Heidi's show is coming. Uh, you're going to tour right? <laughs> yeah. So please go and see Heidi. <laughs> Now we're going to go into round two, which is the big yes. pitch. So we do uh, we pitch a sequel to a movie which should never have a sequel. This week we're going to pitch a sequel to um, the Safdie brothers who have recently split up. It's very Ooh, sad. Very news. sad. The Safdie brothers, uncut gems. Yeah, yeah. So I've I actually got the uh, the job of son of the Safdie mum. <laughs> <laughs> and so you call right. him the Safdie mum, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Safdie mum. Um, thank you so much for having us here to pitch. It's a great. Thank you. Also, Mark, I'm the studio exec. So you're pitching to me, and I'll be giving you notes as we go along. Yeah, so absolutely. Like, yeah, cater no, it no, to, the, cater to, to, to the market. So, yep. Yeah, Uncut, so Uncut Gems obviously is a spectacular film. Very difficult to pitch a straightforward sequel to it. So yeah. we're taking a slightly left turn on yeah, this, obviously, right. to uh, Bootcut Jeans. <laughs> yep. So yep. that's the name mm-hmm. of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the thing with this is um, what have studios not got as much of as they used to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is it? Bootcut Bootcut jeans. Jeans. Money. Money. Ah, it's money. Yeah. So what we're doing is... Uh, we're, <laughs> Lovely we're, to see you on the same yeah, page yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're really synchronised. We're shrinking the film down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you know at the end of the first film where obviously 
um, he, he escapes. Out, the, the guys escape out of that sort of enclosed box in the yeah. jewelry store, and they shoot him. Whoa. And I said, "Well, yeah, I've not but seen in it the, in the in the sequel. <laughs> like, I'll don't say that in the sequel. Sorry. <laughs> in the sequel, those baddies go back into the box to go outside, but get locked in the box again, and there's no way out. So it sort of becomes like um, yeah. that buried alive sort of film with the uh, what's his name, Ryan. Mm. Is it Ryan Reynolds? Don't know. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. Or like no, a phone booth yeah. type yeah. thing. Yeah. But, yeah. Much cheaper to make. We've only got one location and yeah. it's them trapped in a box for yeah. three, three and a half hours as well. And guess what Ooh. they're wearing? Good at the time, isn't it? Uncut gems. <laughs> no, almost. <laughs> uh, money. <laughs> Tower heights. We've also gone um, an interesting direction with it um, based on I never saw the original because yeah. everyone said it was so stressful yes. mm-hmm. and I thought that's unpleasant. So now we're catering to that market of people like me so we've made this a very gentle nothing stressful no conflict it's a rom-com yeah, yeah. In, well, in that a box makes sense because rom-com in a box the when i'm wearing bootcut jeans mm. i am relaxed yeah, 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 well, yeah. exactly that's they the tagline <laughs> all they've got is a little dvd player one of those portable dvd players and a single in one of the drawers is a single copy of Tower Heist on DVD. Yeah. Okay, so it's two and a half hours long, so they watch it twice. Yeah. They, they watch Tower Heist, get to the end, bit of chat. they talk about the film, what they liked yeah, about it, what yeah. they didn't yeah. like about it, go back, because they're like, you know, some films like Licorice Pizza, Inherent Vice, you actually get more from them the second time around, yeah. so they watch it again. I it like is a this. film podcast in a box. Yep. It's also worth mentioning, so I saw Godzilla uh, minus, minus, one. minus One recently, and it was really? really hyped up to be amazing, and I watched yeah. it and I thought, well, it's good, yeah. but... I think people are going mad about it because it's got this mystique of it being Japanese and I think there's all this extra la- levels to it. So this film's in Japanese. Yeah. Mm. Or, yeah, yeah. Dubbed or they'll be played by Japanese actors. Both, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Whatever so. you want. <laughs> I like, but it's the same characters from Uncut Gems yes. but just in a new iteration. Type of jeans. In Bukut, yeah. Japanese jeans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also it's worth saying that Tower Heist, if and when it does get put on the small yeah. screen, also dubbed and also in Japanese. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay, so most of the budget will be going towards remaking Tower Heist in full for them to be watching it. Yeah, we're not just going <laughs> to dub yeah. it. That, we don't want to. We don't want to half-ass this. We want to do it properly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the yeah, yeah. Stu's drawn up the jeans budget. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, it's running into the tens of millions. Yeah, running running the numbers here. Well, because we're running in them. It, <laughs> I mean, it is just a picture of of jeans with an equal sign and then a bunch of dollars next to it. Yeah, so, right. okay, that's right. Correct. This seems good for me. Yeah, it's like how the room got financed, and Tommy Wiseau just uh, sold Pitching. jackets, leather jackets, to raise the money. Oh, so you're also selling the jeans as well, part. So it's like a, of it's like a sort of a self fulfilling, yeah, thing, like yeah, the snake yeah, eating yeah, itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sell yeah. the jeans yeah, yeah. to get more money to buy more jeans. It's, it's, it's a same merch. Way that, yeah, Star Wars, Interstellar. Yeah, they they actually had a cornfield and then they sold the corn. Yeah, yeah we yeah, are yeah. we were having a bootcut jean field, so to speak. Yeah, mm-hmm. or, or it's like how 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 uh, George Lucas wanted to make Star Wars just to sell. These yeah. action figures. Yeah. yeah. Same yeah. for us. We, we're, we're really, I don't know if you know this, but we're actually from the jeans company. Yeah. And that's what the film is for. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you're all in double denim. <laughs> okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. adding up now. You're all dressed like yeah. um, Ryan Gosling in Barbie. Yes, yes. Yeah. thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for Basically, that. we go, we put on, we ensnare people by putting on a screening of Uncut Gems 1. When they come out stressed, we go, feeling stressed? Want to wear some jeans? <laughs> Want to watch um, Tower Heist yeah. in Japanese? Yeah. Uh, so that makes sense because yeah. I love it. Like personally, when I've like had a really stressful day at the studio, I love nothing more than going home, <laughs> lighting some candles, yeah. 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 wearing head-to-toe denim, yeah. and just relaxing mm. with a heist yeah, movie. Yeah. Absolutely. 
So are you in? Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, I will. I'm going to be a hundred percent stakeholder. That bag okay. of money over there in the corner is that with the dollar signs on? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the budget. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Thank you. I'll take that. Take okay, your good. pants off and put these jeans on. <laughs> that's how I end every pitch. <laughs> that's why you're so notorious for setting pitches. <laughs> And for the final round, we're going to do the punch-up. This is where we you share an awkward uh, incident that's happened to you from your life, and yeah. we're going to workshop it to uh, give you closure and turn it into a movie. Okay, well, the thing is, it's not really awkward, but it is something that is annoying me at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've got a little boy. He's five. All right, Bragg. And it's, yeah. And he, um, it's winter yep. here. And uh, Confirmed. He, um, <laughs> he's licking his lips. Right. He's getting chapped. He's getting all chapped mm. lips. He's got like a horrible yeah. sort of red thing around his lips. And he won't stop doing it. I keep telling him, Louis, you've got to stop doing this. And he's just, no, stop telling me to, stop telling me that. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what to do about it. And I was hoping you could help me out. Yeah. I feel like, obviously, yes. that's the obviously. inciting incident. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And by the end, we're going to realise the problem was you not accepting the chapped lips. So this is who he is. And I think it's you're going to get chapter lips at some point mm. in this film, yeah, right? Yeah. As you come to accept, you can't so, control chap lips. There's no th- such thing as lip balm. So it, the story, the film is told in five chapters. <laughs> yeah. So and we you stumbled that. on your word just. So. <laughs> um, and it, it builds to a massive lip sync. The end. So it takes. Oh, is, place, is he always like this? Yeah. <laughs> the, the film you just takes let place. him get it out. <laughs> You're recording three of these over, tw- over 20 years. It takes place over 20 years. Yeah. And so the boy keeps growing older. But guess what? As boys are wont to do. The lips keep getting bigger. Right. And his whole body is being taken over by lip skin. Lip skin, yeah. And yeah. you've just got to accept that. Yeah. Mm. That's, my, that's the message. Eventually <laughs> finds someone who takes him for who he is, like accepts a, him for mm. who he is. A, 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 a little boy with giant mm. lips. And that person yeah. who accepts him is Keith Richards. Yes. And your and little boy on. grows up to be Mick Jagger. Great. And those <gasps> lips great. become iconic. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And yeah. even even Janice Soprano has, has a tattoo of it. Yeah, that's the final scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Janice Soprano getting the tattoo. Yeah, in, yeah. The, in the sixth chapter, the coda. They, that's they, how it ends, and everyone's yeah. like, "What the? F- what's happening?" Yeah. <laughs> and you got Janice Soprano's getting a tattoo of the boy's lip. What's the problem? Look, Jagger's lips, you idiot. Yeah, so it's sort of like so. It's, it's basically what this is is a uh, five piece biopic of Mick Jagger. So I think that five piece structure yep. is almost like what um, Danny Boyle did with Jobs, with yes. Steve Jobs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you see him at a very each point is a very vital. <laughs> Uh, moment in the development of his lips and yeah, remembering so, yeah. moments with you like at the start he's probably preparing to go on stage and he's remembering things when you used to admonish him and say can't you just use some chapstick yeah you're yeah, like Johnny yeah, Cash's yeah. dad like Yo, you should dry those lips you should look yeah, you're, yeah those lips will never take you anywhere but he proves you wrong yeah. so Actually, then, the film really is its an origin story of Janice Soprano's tattoo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. No, that's great. No, I'm into that. Because yeah. you're going to start like um, Citizen Kane, very tight on a yeah. pair of lips. Yes. You're like, what yeah. are what they? Are at? And at the end, you zoom out. and it's, Oh, uh, it's Janice Soprano. Uh, yeah, big bucks. <laughs> so, so like uh, Citizen Kane started with him just like a rosebud, and it's going to be her tattoo lips oh, going, yeah, yeah. oh, the dad always told him off about yeah. it. <laughs> like, Are Michael... you ready, Wembley? <laughs> Cut back like 50 years. Yeah, and I'm like a horrible sort of Michael Jackson's dad character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. like that. 
That's well, something. not that. I don't like that. Yeah. But I like I like the idea of the, the film. I guarantee you when you go home tonight mm. and he's licking those lips, you go <laughs> look at him and be like, let's watch The Sopranos. And it's going to all feel better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like dark, isn't it? It's like circular, like it all comes back in on mm. itself. So like he, was, he starts watching The Sopranos as a yeah. youngster, which leads to him becoming. And would he have become that had he not watched it before? Yeah. 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 Interstellar, yeah. isn't it? Your yeah. favorite yeah. 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 Paradox. Well, and you're going to sell a cornfield. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for... For sorting out my life. You're welcome. And the life of my son, Mick Jagger. Both you and your son are welcome. I hope we've given you much needed closure <laughs> on that. Yeah, <laughs> I no, think it's blighted your family. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Mark. That's the end of our show. Thank you so much for coming in. Before thank we, you. Um, wrap up, is there anything you want to plug? Yeah. See you in a bit. <laughs> uh, there is, uh, I've got a, a, a new audio sitcom podcast thing uh, written by me and Reese James. It's uh, about, it's like a, a spoof sports radio station. Uh, so we have like behind the scenes and we have interviews with people and whatever. Uh, it's pretty good. Well, it's really good. <laughs> Don't say pretty good. Stop saying pretty good. Uh, Lolly Adafope is the star uh, along with Fergus Craig, Jess Foster Q, Helen Cripps. And then there's like a really good rotating cast of people. Stu's in it. Yep. Nice. Uh, first time we can say friend of the pod. Uh, yeah. 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 The rest of those people you've listed, not friends of the pod. No. Enemies of the yeah, pod. Yeah, actively yeah. hate the pod. What, what's it Foes called? of the pod. It's called Dial F for Football. Uh, and it starts uh, in February, six episodes. Uh, also, go on, go on to splitpictures.com and look at the new short that you we should. made. Um, which he's is a great filmmaker, this guy. It's called Child That's why Star. His middle name is Filmmaker. Yeah, uh, yeah I actually agree with that. Go and see Child Star. Watch Child Star. Watch Child Star at splitpictures.com. Sunil Patel. Sunil Patel, isn't it? But he's in every short film, isn't he? Sunil? Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. He's in mine as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course he is. Yeah, so look, watch those. Things well, listen to one of them and watch the other one. Uh, and yeah, I think they're quite good. So, sounds please awesome. watch them. God's sake, thanks for having me, though, guys. We loved it. <laughs> Wife, <laughs> <laughs> we Do- loved Dr. it. Thank Wife. you for coming in. Um, yeah, check those out, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.